My name is Nigel. Happy New Year, everybody. Hammer is back with a very special guest on the DriveHubler.com hotline. Tony Kennett is the smartest guy in the room and not somebody you want to get into a Twitter beef with. Uh, <laughs> Tony, uh, we'll get to the Bob Siegel stuff here in just a little bit because <laughs> I was out the better portion of the last two weeks. and hilarious. I definitely want a piece of that. But you and I... We're watching the same stuff here. We're watching this whole Speaker of the House drama unfold. What are your thoughts? I have a very simple uh, answer to this whole thing that everyone has going on. I'm hearing people telling me that we need to get behind McCarthy because he can get the votes. No, we need to get behind someone who's not going to bow to the Democrats. No, we need this. No, we need that. But then when I watch the same coverage that you two are watching, we're hearing about all these backroom deals and we're going to run the ballots again and this person doesn't have the vote and this person does. I have a pretty simple solution. Why doesn't Fox, the Daily Wire, and uh, Newsmax, just picking three Republican siding media institutions, why don't they air some kind of a debate process? I would like to hear the Speaker of the House nominees address the GOP members of the House and tell them why they should be elected. Let's hear it. They're going to be my Speaker of the House, third in line to be the President of the United States, as much as either of anyone else's. I don't see why they can't address the entire populace, and then we see the votes come in. Just like any other election campaign, don't you deserve to know why Kevin would be the best or worst Speaker? Just makes sense. Well, to me. And Jim Jordan did do a little bit of that yesterday, although it seemed like he was campaigning for himself as much as <laughs> it's Kevin. Good. I mean, Kevin if McCarthy. he's a nominee, he should be telling us why he's good. That makes sense to me. And ultimately, is the rest of the world watching this like Joe Biden says it was? Because yesterday, Joe Biden comes out and you know he's mumbling, and I guess we're just happy he wasn't falling off of a bike at this point. But he right. comes out and says uh, the 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 whole world is watching, and it's an embarrassment. Something to that ilk. Um, is this an embarrassment to the country? What's happening right now, or is no, this the it, way that no, it's supposed it's not to be? An embarrassment. I do not care what some peon in France thinks about our House debates. Uh, other countries around the world have debates right now. The Republican Party is in a crisis because you have the establishment, you have traditional conservatives, you have right-leaning libertarians, and then you have populists vying for control of the party. No matter what you say, we have a two-party system. It's just the way that it is. And so right now, one of the two parties is going through an identity crisis. So we need to figure this out. I I am more concerned about who ends up getting the gavel than I am about what Jim from Botswana has to say about an embarrassment (laughs) in the U.S. Uh, Tony Kennett with us. He's the investigative columnist for The Daily Signal. So I talked about this when I went on with uh, Kendall and Casey earlier today. In one of the early Police Academy movies, there's a character named Tackleberry, and Tackleberry (laughs) loved guns. He was a big gun guy. There was an incident where he missed out on the gunplay, and he was upset. So I kind of felt like Tackleberry the last couple of weeks because there was a story about Camp Atterbury, and I was on vacation. Now, I called into the show here once. You did, yeah. Brian was filling in, yeah. But I kind of missed out on being on the air, and it wasn't just myself feuding with Bob Siegel at Channel 13. Uh, You got involved as well, Tony. Not only did Tony get involved, but at some point, like, our names weren't even involved anymore on the arguments. Like, Hammer and Nigel got left out of some of these, and I got confused as to where where these tweets were going and wait who was involved and he wasn't even mentioning our show anymore and it was just him and tony going back and forth that and it was hilarious 
Well, I'm, I'm always glad to provide a little bit of humor from Twitter. You know, Rob points out that uh, whenever I get in a Twitter feud, he just takes the day off and watches me go <laughs> at it with somebody. Uh, honestly, I have a little bit of uh, a beef, a little bit of a pet peeve with local journalists who walk around preening whenever they're out about how they're just the defenders of democracy and how they're just so wonderful and investigative. And I grew up watching some of these guys. I, I, I did. I used to watch channels, you know, 6, 8, 13, 59, you know, the Indiana and watched what they were doing with news. And the older that I grew, I started to realize that a lot of these journalists were just full of themselves and basically would print whatever they wanted to get their political points across, which is what happened with Bob. Bob called out Hammer because Hammer had some inside sources, some of them on boots on the ground at Atterbury, who said, hey, these uh, Afghani refugees are tearing up the place. They're pooping everywhere. They're getting into fight. They might be stealing things. Vandalism. And so Hammer, like your average, everyday, normal, run-of-the-mill guy, he says, wow, that's pretty crazy. And he talks about it. And Bob says, I'm going to write a story about that and call him wrong. And he gets out the fact checker, you know, where they have the special picture for true. Right. And knee contact. And they slap up a story. Well, now it turns out that the Pentagon is actually issuing $16 million to camp who hosted Afghani migrants. And what is this $16 million for? It's for damages. Now we're finding out from individuals over at Atterbury that the Afghani migrants caused a lot of damages. And so, therefore, Bob Hording was misleading at best, wrong, and honestly quite dishonest out on it because I have very little time for Indiana journalists who think that they're above the truth and factual reporting because they go get their information from Camp Mom and then call themselves an investigative reporter. Right, because Bob Siegel of 13, and again, it brings so much joy to my dark heart knowing that this guy, his reputation in Indianapolis is now trash. He's known as the dumpster diving guy that butchered the Atterbury story, and that brings me now joy, to Tony Kennett. through the dumpster to find one of his stories. Wow. <laughs> but he went to Atterbury, and he went to, like, government officials and surprise surprise they said everything was fine you took some screenshots though and this is where it gets really interesting for me what was the screenshot debate you had with him so there were a few different claims that he fact checked now he he did omit several of the facts that you brought forth or the things that you heard on the air, which I do want to bring out a little bit of a point to, you made other claims about Afghani refugees trashing the camp, and he didn't fact check those. Uh, he, he, he very carefully omitted, because then he'd have to say that you got some stuff right in, in your, your radio segment. Uh, but some of the ones that he fact checked, he rated a bunch of them false, and then he rated one thing he said it needs context, because the claim that was made is, hey, these refugees, these migrants, are smearing poop all over Camp Adder and so they were like, oh, this needs context. See, it's a cultural thing in Afghanistan. They just poop wherever they want, which is an incredibly demeaning thing to say about someone, if you think about it, that they just poop wherever. Um, and also from a lot of friends of mine who were veterans from the Afghanistan, uh, quote unquote, actions that we took over there. Nah, I don't think that's really quite true, but they have a needs context. Then, after this whole controversy broke, and I was actually sitting in the studio with Nigel taking these screenshots when this controversy started to break, WTHR started changing a lot of their uh, ratings on it from needs context to true. They decided to actually go through and actually change some of their fact checks now that it turned out that Hammer was correct about some things, but they also didn't when you're writing an article and you make an update or you make a correction, you're supposed to state in the article, hey, we have new information. We're updating it. When I was with Chalkboard Review, we did that a couple of times. And in fact, for the store with Hamilton Southeastern, you make it very clear 
because I am reporting facts to you, I will let you know when I get new information. And they didn't do it, and he got caught. And so he backed himself into like 13 different corners. It was like watching a third grader try to get out of a lie that he told (laughs) by telling additional lies. I was embarrassed for him. Tony Kennett, got a couple minutes left here. Daily Signal investigative reporter. What are you working on this? What's this headline with uh, Axios? Axios lies for Arkansas school caught teaching critical race theory. You guys remember how we were told that no schools in the country are teaching critical race theory? Oh, no. Oh, yes. Was that verified from Channel 13, too? Teaching it. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. (laughs) Channel 13 and Channel 6 and and even Fox 59. No one's teaching CRT. That's silly. That's nonsense. It's a graduate theory. And now we have not just audio, uh, but a PowerPoint presentation verified in this high school English class in which a teacher said, okay, guys, here's what critical race theory is. And then he told them its entire history. And he told them what it was good for and why it was a wonderful thing and great for racial justice and why we should use it in our lives and in our academic subjects and whatever. And so a group reported on it in Arkansas. And then Axios released an article with their Arkansas branch that said, no, no, this isn't happening. Oh, this, this, this isn't happening at all. And then someone reached out to uh, uh, Worth Sparkman uh, with the information and it's like, hey, we actually have evidence that your story is wrong. Would you update it? You know, would you maybe issue an apology? And uh, he refused. And so, again, we're catching journalists and lies that are covering up for schools that are being dishonest. And, Tony, it feels like there's a real reckoning in this country right now whether it's from the twitter files or stories like this where i think the average daily citizen is starting to finally wake up and say you know what just because certain media members say something i don't believe a damn word coming out of their mouths when i was in indianapolis public schools uh, i was given a piece of paper uh that said, if anyone asks you if we're teaching critical race theory, here is what you are to say in response. They gave me a script. And the script was a bold-faced lie. And so I released a video that basically told the public, hey, we are being told to lie to you. And when you are told something that doesn't sound right, keep digging because I am not allowed to tell you. And that is my same advice that I am giving to parents, to community members, to your average citizen. Keep digging. Don't take my word for it. Go digging yourself. I want you to fact check what it is that I'm saying. In scripture, this is called being a Berean. And back when Paul was preaching to this congregation, the people in the congregation would like fact check Paul. They would like have the scroll in front of them and they would be double checking what he said. And Paul commended them for that. So that's a really smart and wise thing to do. And so if you're an average everyday citizen out there, fact check what people are saying yourself. It will cause you to do the research and it is more beneficial for you and those in your community. Well, Tony, um, personally, I just want to say thank you for filling in for me a little bit while I was gone. This was like the longest vacation I ever had. It was use it or lose it vacation time, and I I certainly didn't want to just lose it. So thank you for taking time out to uh, fill in on this show. Hey, it is an absolute pleasure. And uh, Nigel and I were just concerned that you were getting blasted on that lemonade and Everclear concoction that you guys were <laughs> That was some good yeah. drinking, I'm not going to lie. Uh, Tony Kennett, thank you so much. We appreciate your time. Thanks, bud. Anytime, guys. It's the Hammer and Nigel Show.